0: Back to the boys of the golden thrones you glorious cats uh we're here live well it's different definition of live for us and you guys but we're currently live yeah very live yeah um and we're pretty excited to be recording today because i think it's safe to say that hashtag heresy ain't dead um We've got a lot of stuff we're going to be covering today, and before I get to what we're going to be covering, I'm going to introduce the uh, my co-hosts. Um, in chair number one, we've got at Eric Prospero Burns. Say hello to the uh, glorious Cunts there, Eric. What up, glorious Cunts? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and I'm and I'm very happy to welcome back the uh, powerful the power bottom to our podcast. <laughs> Himself, <laughs> uh, AJ, uh, short shorts otter, etc. Chic himself. Say
1: hi to the hey. folks, AJ. Hi, I, I think I'm happy to be back. I didn't well, know that I was the power bottom, but I guess <laughs> I am the 30k otter so. <laughs> There's certain connotations <laughs> that go along with that, I guess. Damn they... <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, good to be back, boys. I loved last episode. Good to be back. When I just got a random drop of uh, a <laughs> voice of, of the Golden Throne, and it was awesome. Yeah. I, I it was like a fresh deuce.
0: Steamy. A fresh, a fresh, deucey drop
1: exactly and that was like we were talking before we just started recording like that was back in the fall that happened right just before christmas uh, it was about before three math. months ago <laughs> yeah yeah it was i think it was about three months, months ago <laughs> yeah
0: so fall um so well, everyone's winter, been yes. doing lots of stuff right uh yeah pretty i mean moderately lots um. Yeah. So today, we, these are the things we're going to kind of be covering. Um, what about yourself? Who are you? Again? Oh, I'm John. I'm uh, truck nuts. Is my That's right
1: handle handle <laughs> and, and and I like to party, and I, like to um, party. <laughs> I might have just put uh, truck nuts onto a uh, warmaster because it's hey, a you can't you can't that's movie. hashtag spoilers you need to chill. oh shit. is am I not supposed to talk about that do we not talk about that everyone that's spoilers that. Did you put that
0: for later on hey that's that's a it's it's a podcast not everyone's on Facebook <laughs> sir sorry <laughs> We've got, we're a worldwide renowned podcast. We have at least three (laughs) listeners from around the world. (laughs) Two continents. (laughs) Okay, so uh, we're going to be covering a bunch of stuff today. Um, Today, we're going to basically be covering what we've been doing for the last three or in some cases more months. Um, And we've got some very special I guess they're not really announcements, but it's more just event coverage. So we have announced two events officially for this year, bought GT branded events. Um, we've got a Titanicus event uh, coming up in early summer. And then we've got a full-on 30K event coming up in uh, fall at Kippers, uh, hosted by Kippers. And we've also got some insane juicy heresy 2.0 stuff um i'm sure the vast majority of the people listening here are pretty well caught up on most of that but i think we're we're not going to necessarily go through an exhaustive thing but we're going to talk about some of the stuff you got shit to say <laughs> we've taken away yeah We've got some shit to say, and uh, we're. I think. I think it's safe to say that we're both, re- or, or all three of us, are really excited about the future of Heresy, and that seems like we're uh, headed to the place that I think we've all kind of been hoping it was going for a long time. So,
1: oh yeah, um, Get your wallets ready to dump some cash?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe slightly less cash than normal because maybe that cash will no longer be going to resin. <laughs> That's true. um. That is true. Yeah, so I guess uh, with that said, um, we can head into our hobby progress. Um, does anyone feel a hobby desire to start? <laughs> You'll be end shame.
1: You said. I guess I can start. I like I okay. I, can, I can go. I think relatively quickly here. Uh, so I haven't. I like. Okay, the last time. John, I recorded was when we were in the middle of the summer heat wave, and yep. we recorded from the little kiddie pool and <laughs> yeah. hot dog water. Which I
0: I just want to say out really quick that will be happening again this summer. It,
1: oh yeah, yes. But more but, more pools, more dudes, more yeah. hot dogs. That's basically what exactly. It's exactly that, Yeah, it's gonna exactly. be more
0: hot dog water.
1: More, yeah. We got to try to get Maddie down to help us make some yeah. of that, uh, that soup.
0: And maybe we'll get Fred, Fred Durst in if
1: we're, uh, our
0: you know, we're, we're probably Fred Durst level of celebrity at this point, right? <laughs>
1: Oh God! I we don't that, want to get <laughs> <in with> that. <laughs> um, So anyway, um, I have actually like got a little bit of stuff done over since that period of time since the summer. So I did do like a bit of a a big push randomly out of the blue. Like started working on my custodes again, and like built basically everything of the entire force and got some stuff even started to get base coated and then John I was doing like the the purple um the purple panels on the on the black tanks and on some of my speeders and stuff like that. So I did all that stuff and then I went to use that um uh the liquid masking over those panels and then I'm like all right, I'll get yeah. my box going on and then like I don't know what happened, but I got confused which ones had masking and which didn't. Oh, Oh, no. So basically, like, I had to, like, completely pull it all off and start all over, which kind of Ah. killed my progress on that. But I did also, at the same time, did all of the bases for the entire army, which actually, I think, turned out really, really nice. I just have to get some fucking... Dudes, to go on it. So I do have a couple of my test custodes that I've thrown onto them, and I think like because those I'm doing the black custodes and had them when I was painting them, even with the finished models, had them on black bases, and it just like didn't work at all. Where I'm doing these kind of um Eldar wraithbone because they're meant to be fighting in the webway is kind of the theme yeah. of it. Once I got them on those kind of like bleach bone type um uh, color it just made the, <laughs> the whole, contrast whole, the contrast just made it pop so much more so i'm like awesome. super stoked on that but haven't now touched that in a few months um, <laughs> i did read um book five of the siege um of Warhawk, which uh i don't think like eric have you read yeah, that yet i read it john you're I'm still just in the middle of, of it. it right now oh, you're in the middle of it yeah eh? i'm just starting it Sweet. So yeah, I was I was quite happy with that, and like hoping that we're gonna get book six dropping on us here sooner like or later. Certain, eh? Yeah, it feels like that. Um, so I've re- yeah. got that underneath my belt, and then it's, once we announced, once John, you and I decided that we were gonna start running some events again this year, and that all snowballed pretty quickly. Um, with the <laughs> Titan. Really it really did. It was like, let's do one. And then suddenly it's like, let's do two. <laughs> uh, yeah. But with that, did, with the Titanicus event coming up, I like got inspired to go back to my Legio and sat down and did all of my Astorum uh, transfers across all of my Titans. So I brought them up to, we had a little gaming event yesterday up at james's house and brought them up there showed them off to you john um still some work to be done on them and need to like map them all down and then i'm like after seeing james's titans with the satin on them i almost feel like i'm tempted to go like on a satin panel kind of kick with those guys <laughs> but uh i don't know yeah, i mean i like
0: the satin more myself as well i definitely
1: yeah i think it's are your
0: satin
1: yeah okay then his then maybe his are more glossy because his seem a bit more glossy than yours so Mm. i don't know anyway gonna do the satin and then you and i are gonna do a little hobby day and get some leg weathering and stuff like that we just
0: you just have to make sure that you do the uh um the The flat first you have to spray the flat over the transfers and then satin because yeah the the mat, splash the there was. yeah exactly yeah,
1: yeah 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 totally so yeah that's basically uh what i've been up to and i don't know trying to trying to get back into painting more oh i did buy a war um a warmaster master class. For my s astro- too. I've built it and I've started to base code it. So, but I've realized like my Patriot 105 is just like is hurting <laughs> big buttholes right now. Like it's, it's, you gotta get the, you gotta get the one, the same airbrush, the,
0: my new airbrush here. You gotta get the same one.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I was I like talking it. to, I was talking to Ez and he wants to, get one as well and um uh, so maybe we'll go through ck studios so we can get a little bit of a, of a, a discount thing. on those but yeah i basically like i i stopped working on it because everything was clogging and like i don't know oh. if it's like the nozzle or the needle or both but once i like replace both of those it's like <laughs> almost yeah. like halfway of buying a new pimp one so i'm kind of
0: leaning that's on... where mine was at too it was like well this is good but yeah it's just not it's just not cutting it anymore um but, yeah i, I still want to like get
1: at this point get it fixed because it's real the 105 is great for terrain and shit like that yeah. but i kind of want to get something that i can focus uh you know, getting...
0: Some- uh, yeah, that's what I thought I was going to do with mine, but honestly, the uh, I found the Eclipse to be really, really good for that stuff, too. So it was like, kind of like... You ev- don't guess- you have the Evolve? Is there no, the eclipse? Evolve, rather. Yeah, the Evolve, yeah. sorry.
1: Right. So, yeah. Um, and I, I picked up oh, another Warlord as well, but it's sitting in a box staring at me along with uh, some other Acastus Knight, so... Uh. So you have three Warlords now, too? I have two painted warlords and one unassembled nice. in the box warlord, but uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so more more panel trim hell for me to come.
2: Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. That's me. Yeah,
1: That's no. That's it kidding. for you. That's it for me. I haven't done much. Okay. How much have you done, Eric? Do you wanna go next? Yeah, I'll take my note.
2: I haven't done two too much over since we uh last chatted um okay we started up another new necromunda campaign this actually this month march yeah we're in march now um so i banged out another new gang for that of enforcers but mm. kind of a just a quick thing i had a bunch of uh parts from cron puppets of war i think they do judge okay. Dred- up, up- uh, upgrades. Uh, the, the judge red
0: ones yeah oh, so i got judge cool. red
2: heads and like the big eagle shoulder pads and put those on like the regular enforcer dudes and they that work on it really. cool. like just like it's perfect you don't have to do any modifying mo- other than maybe the head a little bit around the neck but just they clip right in awesome. there it's beautiful so
0: i uh thank those so... pictures of those that sounds cool
2: yeah I, I i got like a proper picture i think i did a quick one when i was like I was like, oh, crap, we we'll have to play tomorrow, and they're not done yet. I'm trying to get bases done. Um, but when, yeah. they're, when they're finished, I'll get some pictures up for sure. Um, yeah, so banged those out, uh, and we started that campaign. So that's been kind of ongoing throughout Are you this guys, month.
1: like, freaking out about the oh, Ash Waste? Uh, the ash waste. Oh, yeah, God. There's the, with so that cool. and Heresy
2: in, like, the same quarter probably is... I don't want to think about it right now.
1: I want to get, some, I want to table all that terrain. That stuff looks so cool. The like kind of like, yeah, futuristic really Ewok cool. village. Yeah, like, you it, did, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Futuristic yeah. Ewok village. So yeah, tight.
0: I felt like I saw some Dune too. It was
1: really, really cool. Yeah,
2: they're like the weird like flea riding dudes and
0: then. Yeah. The oh, trikes. yeah. And we Those know there's snipers.
2: Um, some kind of, apparently there's a Goliath, like big, big ass truck to come out and some other stuff as well. So that'll be pretty, pretty sick. Yeah, we're we're all stoked for that. But um, so this is like a nice little got this campaign going. Probably will keep. Probably will last until around that comes out, which is kind of convenient. And then maybe like a getting into that, but who knows what we'll need for it as well. So,
1: but uh. Yeah, it almost seems like a whole other game in a way. It,
2: yeah, they mentioned that it's, it's got it its a different own Roblox, rules, right? It is. Yeah, it has a big hardback. Not like an expansion like all the other little campaign books they've brought out.
1: It's more yeah. of a. Oh,
2: really? Yeah. It, uh, I don't. We don't. They haven't really said anything yet, so we don't know. Other than they mentioned. They did mention that it's, has, it has its own rule set for Ash but it could just be that they take all the core rules and slapped it in there and then added vehicles. Who knows? Um, right. Yeah. At this point. But either way, we're all stoked. So that'll be very exciting, I think, to play when that comes out. Um. So yeah, I'm doing that, and then there's been like no heresy on the go, because I only got really excited for that within uh, the last week or so, when things got nuts around here. Um, But there hasn't been much inspiration, so it's all been kind of sitting, not doing anything. Same with Titanicus, Uh, I haven't really had much to actually work on, because I kind of finished off all my Titans, and I've just had a few weapons laying around here and there that I've been meaning to get back to, but... Uh, there hasn't been too much gaming, other than the one that you and I had recently, so not too much drive for yeah. it, fortunately. But, again, that's also ramping up because now we have the event. So everything's really kind of snowballed within the last like couple of weeks where I'm like, oh crap, now I really want to get hobbying again, which is good. have yeah, to hobby. That's yeah, awesome. which is nice. Um, and then lastly, just doing a bit more of the second edition Oldhammer challenge, where I've been doing uh, some ultramarines painted up using the original models and everything, so been kind of chipping away at a few things for that.
1: Uh um, with goblin grain bases. Oh hell yeah. Oh, oh. super hey, Red
2: bolters, yellow trim. Mm, it's beautiful. <laughs> Love it. Mm. So
0: tasty. It's just um, so tat. It's just the the maximum tack factor, like the classic. Oh, piece, like, it's it's mm. such a one
2: eighty from anything else that I paint, like Decker Munda or Good yeah. Heresy, which is all just grunge and gross, which is awesome. Yeah, but it's interesting to do like a completely clean, no damage, no chipping. It's hard actually because I want to be like, like my armies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's it's oh it's been fun to do. Um, not really, probably never gonna game with this stuff, but whatever. It looked cool sitting in the Detloff shelf, so I'll take it. That's cool. Um, yeah, that's about it for me.
0: I admire your ability to. Uh... Do hobby for things that you don't even intend to play. You're just like, I just want it's, to think of this. Cool. It can be kind of
2: hard to do that. Yeah, it's sometimes I'm like, it can be almost defeat. Like when you, I'm like, what? what what's the point? <laughs> but yeah. the fact that there's kind of like the only reason it's happening really is because we have this. I joined this online uh, kind of second edition challenge that's being hosted by a dude who uh, who there's like 20 people in it, and it's like you know you paint a unit every month kind of thing. So it's like, uh, eh, something right. to do. I want. I need. I needed something. Uh, to give me a reason to hobby and there was really nothing else happening so I was like oh well at least, at least I'm
0: that's, you touching a paintbrush so that is good yeah yeah,
2: so, that's about it for me I think
0: awesome cool uh, yeah so for me uh, I've been pretty fucking busy honestly I was doing the show notes and uh, I kind of didn't think I'd been as busy as I appear to have been so I, I, I there was stuff that I thought that I'd done since we recorded or like before we recorded last and then I realized nope I guess not. Um, so I've been really really for the for a while there I've, I've been pretty focused on Titanicus. Um, you know I was going through the slow process of sort of updating my Titans to all have the same sort of weathering. Uh, and be just finished finished and at this point i'm pretty close on that part because i basically just have like two warhounds and a reaver uh that just needs some sort of finishing details on the weathering to be done on them which i could i could pretty much easily crank that out in a day if i actually sit down and do it which yeah and then uh but since that i've done like uh, a lot of Titanicus stuff, so I basically repainted all my Titanicus terrain up to a new standard. And I shouldn't say I shouldn't say I repainted. I didn't repaint. I added to it. So I add weathering to uh, powders and stuff to all the terrain that was already quote done. And then a lot of the stuff that wasn't done, um, I've painted to full completion. And then I've actually three D printed uh, some more stuff for my mechan- uh, Mars table as well so I've added some large structures, some large really industrial mechanic mechanicum-based structures. Uh I don't know if on the last episode I had purchased the greater forge fane at that point, but yeah I, I pick picked up this gigantic centerpiece, uh Titanicus terrain piece that's like the Fabricator General's house basically. It's, <laughs> it's like about yeah, it's like nine inch or nine and a half inches tall and like ten inches wide, I think. So it's like a very, very huge uh line of sight blocking chunk of terrain. And then I got another two uh these big refinery things that are uh about the size of a warlord. Uh they're, taller. they're taller. Yeah, yeah, titty towers. Yeah. And they're uh they're pretty awesome. I'm really happy with those. They've got like gantries on them and stuff. And when I do end up uh, I've got some uh, th- uh, some epic-scale Thallax on the way, or titanic scale Thallax on the way. So I'm going to put, like, Thallax on some of the terrain, like, guarding the ramp- ramp- ramparts and stuff on the uh, terrain, because I think that'll look awesome. Pretty cool. Very nice. Yeah, so, and then <clears throat> I painted a bunch of the uh, Forge vein as well, and then I've laid down the red coats on the, uh, the nipple towers. So the Forge vein itself is in a state of about, like, it's probably... I would say it's probably close to halfway done. Um, I've got one side that's basically completed as a test side. And now I'm just working to get the other sides to that level. Um, and yeah, so I, cause I wanted to kind of figure out how it was going to all look and figure it out. Like, all right, paint one side to completion, do the steps that are necessary to see what it'll actually look like. And then I can start working on the other sides. Cause it's such a big model painting it all at once. I wouldn't really be able to like, Get a frame of reference for how it was going to turn out quickly enough. <clears throat> otherwise, so uh, yeah, really happy with where that. And then uh,
1: to the titty tower, may I ask? <laughs> oh, you haven't seen it
0: because it has big titties on it. You didn't oh, see like, it yesterday? Well, no, Scott I didn't.
1: Did. Sure, I saw oh. it yesterday, but I I wasn't like Maybe immediately like <laughs>
0: titty towers. <laughs> uh, that's that's based on Rodolph himself, so. The oh, okay, guy who cool. designed them has the I know, called right. them the Neville Tower, so I called them the Titty Tower. Because it's got alliteration and therefore it sounds better. <laughs> 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 <Interval>. oh. <laughs> um, yeah, so. Uh, other than the next one, which is the biggest thing that I've actually done since, is, uh, I again, I don't remember where I was at this point. I, I can't remember if we recorded before or after Christmas um but yeah it was before okay so yeah now i have a war master titan and since that time i built and fully painted a war master um and that was a fucking huge project and i definitely pushed my skills in regards to titanicus is definitely the best model that i've painted i didn't um I did not skip any steps and I went very thorough on everything and I actually added a few new. Oh, yeah, you added
1: some stuff, things.
0: yeah. And then just to make it really extra awesome, <laughs> yeah, I added some magnetized truck nuts to it because I <laughs> just in you know, case, like, in someone case, gets triggered, yeah, yeah, just in get case triggered trigger, trigger. yeah. yeah. You if you're on the Titanicus 2018 forms, apparently you get triggered by seeing <laughs> jokingly reference truck notes on the back of a Titan because apparently Did someone
1: that's... actually get triggered oh, when
0: yeah. you Oh yeah multiple people that's what happens <laughs> really? on the internet. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah. Can't no, take no. a joke. Just complete no. dorks. Um <clears <clears <throat> but yeah anyways so it's cool have though. You pay, have I'm you really painted them
1: yet?
0: Yeah they're just uh, bronze colored <clears throat> and and for just for full um uh full transparency they're actually not on it right now because the frickin' magnet keeps popping off, so I have to, like...
1: <laughs> I have to, it, like...
0: Uh, yeah, I gotta figure Can't out. out. how to get this stitch. But, uh... Yeah, so the only thing that not- I really have left to do on the Warmaster at this point, I have a couple of the nipple guns that I still need to just add some heat effects on them. And then um, I'm currently working on these 3D-printed uh, Contemptors that Ezra gave me, which are fucking awesome. And I'm going to be putting one of those on the base. He's going to be kind of standing on a rock with a carries <clears throat> salt cannon and a power fist. I think that's going to look fucking rad, Eric. And you... then, uh... what's that? You've got some of those, don't you? Oh yeah, little... yeah he does.
2: Yeah, yeah. I've, I've got them on. I still have more of them, but I've I've planted them on a bunch of my bases.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. They're so cool. Yeah. Um yeah, so I'm gonna paint them up like Sons of Horus. And then the last thing I gotta do to it, just and this is just for transparency purposes because I'm calling it done, but it's like technically not done. I have to get a uh a nameplate for it as well. And its name is Reaper's Eclipse. Mm, So so good. Yeah, so I'm super excited about it because it's got like a I you know, I assume most of the people who listen have seen it at this point because I put it on my social media, but if you haven't, it has like a sort of a 3D printed head on it that is more like the Imperator head that I think is a little more grimdark. It's very like, it looks like a sort of mortise-inspired skull. Very cool. And then uh, I also got an alternate crotch plate on it because I don't really like the uh, this the, the flapping dicky version. <laughs> um, so I got, it's more like a Warlord crotch, crotch plate and I've actually put like uh, chains hanging off of it, which I think looks really cool um yeah so stoked on that and so yeah it's crazy how much i've done since the last time i recorded so i've also painted two sons of Wait, before,
1: before you go on can we just like circle back to the truck nuts here for a second <laughs> so you're just gonna go bronze you're not gonna do some like Sweet OSL of like these are the balls of a demon that have been the things in there and everything. Like, yeah, exactly. I wanted them to be like
0: balls, right? I wanted it to be like corn, bronze, nuts. Like, it was just like bronze nuts. It seems like the perfect color for them.
1: Yeah, I guess, like, I guess that works. Like, if you did a Nurgle type or something, I think you'd have to do them fleshy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Continue now. So I've also painted, and this these are you know not as big of a project, but I always think that when you paint a character to completion, it's a pretty big project because it's you're putting so much more time into a character than like a regular infantry. So since then, I've also painted my two Sons of Horus Praetors, which are both uh, I both I ordered them both on release from Forge World, and I'm super happy with them. I painted the. Uh, first company, um, captain first. And I was, that's the
1: non-Terminator armor.
0: No, that's the Terminator armored one. So yeah, I painted him first. And then when I started, when I was sort of thinking about what I wanted to do with the other one, I went back and actually, improved upon the first one because there was a couple things that i you know i was looking at it in the light there were some effects that i wanted to try and pull on it with the uh, doing stuff like getting nitty gritty into like uh, edge highlighting on metallics and stuff like that which is stuff i usually don't do so i kind of went more ham on him than i have on any other previous infantry models added some effects to the uh, the he's got a giant fucking chain glaive and just putting like blood and gore all over that, which is pretty cool too. But then uh, I also I painted the second Praetor. So when I did the second Praetor, I decided this was going to be me sort of pushing my skills forward. Um, with the first Praetor, because he's in my black and red scheme, uh, there's a there's a there's a way of painting that we learned from Brennan uh, at his course that we did a couple years ago. And because of the way that I do black, I couldn't really replicate that because it 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 requires pre-shading, which I, what I'm told is pretty hard to do with black and make it look consistent. So I went with the sort of standard like black that I've been using on my mortise and my, uh, basically all my stuff for a while, which is just sort of a, you know, a flat, a darker black and then a sort of slightly lighter bluey black and then like sort of a gray highlight over that and then doing uh, highlight lines on that but uh with the other guy decided to because he's green and i felt pretty inspired to work on green because it's been so long i did this new style of uh painting that i haven't done on anything except for the test model that i painted with brennan so it's actually pre-shaded and it has this like lighting effect where you take the model and you line these four lights up with the direction of the head and you choose the one front light is a brighter source. The other front light is the weakest source of light. And then the two on the back, there's one that's brighter and then one that's also weaker. But the idea is to create this lighting contrast. So the way that the model looks is the light is coming from one angle onto the helmet and it's casting shadow onto the other side of the helmet. And, um, I'm super, super happy with how that guy turned out. I think that he is pro- probably, objectively the most impressive infantry model that I've painted. Uh, I did not skip any steps on him. I painted scratches and what, we- and did just little, little subtle weathering on him which is something I've been really, really... uh, I've had a hard time with trying to decide whether or not I want to do any weathering on characters because it's very hard to balance if you have this super ornate model that is like, you know, got trim all over it and it's bright and it's got gold and it's got bronze and bright greens and stuff like that. How do I... Do weathering to it beyond just maybe a little bit of weathering powder, and not overpower the green and overpower the the trim and stuff and make it look maybe a little bit too busy. So I painted this guy up and I decided, okay, it's time to like I'm gonna add i am I'm gonna try to find a subtle way to add weathering to him so that he still looks like he's in new pristine armor, but it also looks like he's been like shot at and had bullets ping off of him and stuff like that. So Yeah, I'm super happy with how it turned out. Um, So I've done like some really, really subtle scratches and stuff on him. I've done like highlight lines on every single thing, and then to really try to push my skills forward, uh, all the metallics are shaded in what as realistic as I could accomplish. uh, They the metallic lighting follows the casted lighting onto the green. So if you look at the model, it's like the one half of his helmet, which is where the emphasis of the light really is mostly the metallic side to the uh because i don't know if i'm sure everyone you guys have both seen the sons of horus right so we're obviously right the new one yeah like the power armor one yep so he has the grill that's kind of like a skull it's kind of like you know evokes a skull but the grill i did uh bronze on the faceplate. Okay, And on the one side, the bronze is much darker. And on the other side, the bronze kind of starts off as a bronze and moves into a warm gold around the the tip of it to really sort of emphasize the lighting effect. So in person, it's actually really cool because it looks, at least to my abilities, like it looks pretty convincingly uh, lit from the one side, which I'm happy about. I did not know if I was going to pull this off. So yeah, that's basically just a long-winded way of saying I painted this Praetor, and I think he looks pretty awesome. <laughs> he's right. also got a spear. Uh, uh, oh yeah, that spear conversion you did is dope. Yeah, so I'm yeah I'm really happy with that too. So he's like, uh, you know, he's going to be your standard like super punchy Praetor that's got a Paragon blade and a Power Fist. Um, where did you where I,
1: did you get that spear? A
0: Conversion World. So I ordered a bunch of stuff from them. I ordered a bunch of chain axes and axes and shit. So I'm excited because now I have all these like weapons that I can apply on specific characters. Um, Yeah. But yeah, so really happy with how this turned out. I also, I guess the last part of that is that when I was doing the weathering on my uh, Artificer Predator, I went back and added a bit of weathering to the uh, Terminator uh, Predator as well. So he's actually got some scratches on him and stuff now. And I'm, I'm really happy with how he's turned out. They both look just awesome. Uh, and then that, I was kind of on the same kick. So I, I, when I hobby, I do this sort of hand-me-down process a lot of times. So when I get a new model that I like more, a lot of times my Praetors, and this has happened multiple times now, where I replace older Praetors. And when I replace a Praetor, I turn the old Praetor into another uh, console type. So for a while, I've been kind of planning this um, even before they showed the Sons of Horus Praetor, I knew this was coming. So I actually bought a second uh, Herald model and I took the Sons of Horus Praetor that I originally had, the first company um, Terminator one, and I cut off his, he had a Combi uh, plasma and a Paragon blade. Uh, I popped the Paragon Blade off and gave him a Power Axe, and then I popped the uh, combi plasma off and I gave him a Banner, so now I've got a Terminator Herald as well as a... Uh, uh, I guess you could call it a Reaver Herald as well. They're both like in the black and red. So, yeah. I just thought that would look super fucking cool, Like especially knowing that Heresy 2.0 is coming and what I have planned for the future being like, I want to get a, a... I have stripped my Spartan and I plan to repaint my one Spartan in green. But now that we know that there's a plastic Spartan coming, I'm planning to get a Spartan that's going to be Horace's personal ride. And I'm going to paint it in the black and the red. And I'm going to give it like chains and skulls and shit hanging off of it and banners and stuff. Try to make it look really, uh, yeah, really sinister. So I had the idea of that. And then it was like, oh, how cool would it be to have like a unit of just staring with... Horus, get out of a Spartan, and they've got a Terminator banner holder as well. Like, yeah, so pretty happy with that. How that turned out. Um, the Sons of Horus banner is not easy to apply <laughs> transfers to, so doing it twice was, yeah, at least I had the experience from the first time. Um, yeah, and then so other than that, um. I was working on. I'm currently working on a couple of these little baby contemptors that I was talking about earlier. Earlier, um, I'm painting some weapons for my titans. I'm uh, just trying to flesh them out. I've had a bunch of weapons sitting around for a while, so I'm trying to. I'm trying to really get it to a point where I can have all these different loadouts with all my titans. Um, so right now, I'm really, really focused on getting a bunch of alternate warlord weapons done. So I'm working on a, like a Gatling cannon and some shoulder-mounted Gatling cannons, and I'm also working on a Quake cannon. Uh, the Gatling cannon, the Quake cannon are kind of almost done. They're getting they're getting into like the process where they just need to be weathered soon. And then uh, other than that, um, I'm hoping for the event. I'm kind of planning to do it. Uh, painting my Nemesis um, Warbringer Titan. So I've got him. I'm just kind of like working on weapons for him as well. Um today I decided I was going to do this cool effect and take the uh you know the Reaver Gatling cannons. Yeah. Um yeah, so I took those and I added a hazard stripes to the bottom of the barrels on them because I have t- I have two sets. So I just thought it would look kind of cool to add some hazards to make them look kind of a little bit more like industrial. Cool. Um and so yeah, I just thought that would look great on the uh on this model specifically too, because so when we're going to talk about this later on here. But for the event, um, for the Titanicus event, my plan is to because I wanted to use this as motivation and fuel. I'm going to <laughs> run because we're going to have an an option for two lists, but in the bigger list option, I'm planning to just run an extirpamus manipul and no support, just literally going to be three warlords and a warbringer. And, uh, yeah, so I'm going to try to use this as fuel to paint up the Warbringer. So, And what's I your loadout going to be on it?
1: Uh, the boat, dual
0: <laughs> Gatling Blasters with the Quake? Yeah, yeah, dual Gatling Blasters and then the Quake. Oh, uh, that's interesting. The reason why I'm going with the Gatling Blasters is because this is a Manipole that really struggles with stripping shields. And ah. I think that the warlords are going to be the ones that do the heavy work when it comes to just shooting things off the table. So I wanted to make sure that the Warbringer was able to fulfill like the more supportive role of just blowing down shields. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then and then you know obviously using the Quake cannon to direct at targets that it's going to be particularly good against like knights or like
1: melee reavers and stuff like that.
0: And sure um, bringing
1: down the the costs as well right like um yeah yeah exactly you're, you're like making it work. every point into that every like.
0: point yeah i'm i'm exactly at two thousand points and yeah i had to do some i definitely had to make some sacrifices on weapons because it's just like uh it's hard to fit this in this so yeah so i'm excited for that and i think it's going to be a good loadout too because exterge is a loadout that requires a lot of pushing of a reactor and since the warbringer actually does have a decent reactor track. But I have no weapons that require reactor pushing to be fired. I can now take those weapons and and be a little bit more liberal with pushing the reactor with the extergimist thing. So, you know, theoretically, if I wanted to get crazy and fire this thing, I could just, you know, I could push the reactor five blips and fire every single weapon at plus two strength in one turn. And I wouldn't have to worry about it overheating. I would just know that it's going to be five blips because it's two blips per weapon that has over four shots and then it's one blip per weapon that has one shot. So I think on the table, he'll actually end up being really, really effective as well. Um, And exciting to try because, honestly, who doesn't want to shoot a fucking Strength 7 Gatling cannon? That's just awesome. That's pretty cool. Um yeah and then so other than that I'm basically just getting stuff ready for the event in June. Um I'm also uh I want to get my mechanicum table. The terrain that I have currently for the mechanic table is more than enough for the event. So the plan is to just uh try to get <clears throat> everything's done except for basically three pieces of terrain. Um and my plan is to try to get the uh <clears throat> the forge vein to a completed state.
1: The
2: boys of the Golden Ro.
1: Well, I just uh as we've been talking here, just picked up my Alpha Legion drop pods that I have seven of them? No, six of them to finish. And I just realized on the most complete one that I painted every single rivet rivet on the Oh (laughs) Oh, my god, that's hilarious! (laughs) Wow, and I'm cursing myself for doing making that. That's so poor poor choice. So I'm painting rivets right now. (laughs) Jesus, oh man,
0: I went back and like I had the opposite effect the other day, like or a few weeks ago. I was repainting, like painting up my herald right and i wanted to use my old herald for reference to make sure that certain things matched up on them and i go to pull him out and i bring him over and i'm looking at him and i'm like holy crap there's a bunch of stuff i didn't finish on this guy yeah like i did i never pin him or anything so i like i'm like okay so i actually ended up updating him as well i guess that's something to add to the hobby progress i ended up uh um doing a fair bit on him actually i re-highlighted his entire. Uh, banner to make the reds look a lot better and pop more with the light right and i also like did all the pin washing on him and gave him some weathering powders and stuff so he looks better as well but it was hilarious i'm like how the hell did i not do this like what
1: i noticed that i think i told you with when i was doing the transfers on my uh on my titans where i found like one reaver leg where like the right side of the leg hasn't been pin washed and i was just like son of a bitch area. like i yeah. i haven't gone back to it though yeah
0: <laughs> you know, there's man, the, i i have like yeah i have some titans that are like that too like <sighs> the my scheme changed and then i went back and added pin washing to most of them but there's some areas where because i already did the weathering powder because mm. oh. i ch- I changed the way that i did pin washing i like i did I did like I used to just do it where I would highlight the trim with like Agrath earthshade or whatever, but I didn't necessarily actually do the pin washing. I didn't go around the edges to give it the sort of like uh, contrast between panels and the trim. Okay. But since I've already added weathering powder, I'm not going to go back and re pin wash because it's just going to be like it's just going to basically fuck it all up.
1: So right. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, but uh, yeah. Well, I definitely hope that when the second edition drops that this fucking Alpha Legion army that I've been painting for going on five years now, I think, will actually yeah. still be valid. <laughs> well, what's, cool, <laughs> what's
0: cool, though, is that because now apparently you might be able to bring more uh, allied units to them, which we'll talk about more later with the just the heresy stuff, but you've got multiple Space Marine armies, so maybe you could take maybe you could borrow units from your other space marine factions and use them in your alpha legion, which would be kind of cool. Well, I
1: guess all I could <clears throat> take was, would be iron hands, but oh yeah, yeah I guess is, just, yeah, that is yeah. true. Some immortals baby. Yeah. Um, yeah. Them worse, but yes,
0: <laughs> totally. But yeah, so I guess that's, uh, that's kind of it for our hobby. Um, anything else you guys sort of remember that you want to touch on?
1: I want to touch you.
0: Oh. Ooh, Eric, are no. you there?
2: Yeah, I'm there. I'm, I was also thinking no, of touching I, I, you. Sorry.
0: I don't. I don't Ooh. want to touch no one. <laughs> I don't want to touch no one. Okay, so yeah, I guess we'll. I guess with that, we can probably uh, move on to the next sort of topic here, which I think is the main course, if you say. But do you want to take a break before the we get to that?
1: I can go grab a quick beer. Yeah. Sounds Ooh. good.
0: Okay. A um, little bedrage. Loyal, loyal canty viewers. We will be back with the bodgy tea. Uh, hold on to your butthole.
1: Wow, John, your hobby game's looking pretty swole.
0: Yeah, it's because I've been uh, clanging and banging at uh, everything games out there in
1: Langford, but Everything Games? You mean Rob store?
0: Yeah, they've got pretty much everything for all your uh, hobby game needs. Everything Games has all your hobby needs from Plastic 30K, Deptus Titanicus, Warhammer 40K, Age of Sigmar, X-Wing, Magic, and Board Games. Everything Games has you covered. Visit everythinggames.ca for more.
1: And we're back.
0: Glorious and we have some awesome news to talk about. We are going to be running two events. Um, That we are. Finally. Me feels... uh, I I just have to say, like, me, I I know, and I know Eric as well, all three of us are so excited to announce this. Uh, Me and AJ, we decided... um, I don't know how long ago this was now, maybe like a month ago, we decided to go sort of have some beers at the Drake and talk about what we were kind of thinking about for the future, for the events. Um, It had been a long time since we had planned anything. COVID really took the wind out of our sails a lot. AJ has been super busy with work and it's sort of just been a perfect storm for a lot of uh, just no motivation. Well, maybe just low motivation. And kind or of yeah, an uncertainty around the future. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we've been we felt pretty uncertain for a while because we didn't really know what the venue situations would be like when it came back. And you've got cross-border travel. Is that going to be a thing? Are we going to have to, you know, vaccine requirements, all the stuff that we would have to deal with with like organizing an event that just adds to the level of complexity of like things you need to consider and just not know if it's actually gonna be able to happen. Are we gonna have gathering limits? Are we gonna have all this kind of shit? um and so it seems like we're at a point now where we're kind of moving away from these restrictions and stuff and it seemed like it was time i think we were just ready to try to t- t- to run something it's been so long so we had a few beers Wow. it's been a while yeah we got we got really excited and i and i'm i, I fucking i love it cuz we're riding this momentum and we're super happy to announce this so yeah we have two events coming up, as I said. Uh, the first one is a Titanicus event that we've got coming up on June 25th. It's a Saturday, uh, and it's called the Bot GT Titan Death. Uh, this is going to be a single-day, sort of loosely, loosely narrative-based uh, event in Victoria, British Columbia, at the same place that we've sort of hosted our last few events, at the Legion and this will have full bar service. So it's going to be a classic Bot GT style full scale event. And it's got a 22 person limit. So we're really, really excited. Um, anyone listening, I urge you go get your tickets ASAP because uh, I suspect Are there's a good chance it's right going to few. sell out.
1: We've, yep, got we've like already sold in. sold, I think so far.
0: Yeah, 14 sold. Or yeah, eighteen sold. Yeah, fourteen sold. No, thirteen sold. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so yeah, out of twenty two, uh, and that's only been up for a sale for two weeks. So I again, if you want to go buy, it, it, buy sooner rather than later. Um, yeah, and uh, very excited. So <clears throat> with that event, uh, I think I'm going to kick it over to AJ here, and he can kind of give you like a sort of quick rundown on what the what the deal with that event is.
1: Um, So basically what we're going to do for um, for lists is that we're going to have it's going to be the standard uh, size of list is going to be 1500 and but for more veteran players we're kicking it up to 2000 points and that has to be agreed upon between obviously your opponent. Uh, We would stress that only people that have you know lots of experience and can play quickly, do that um, yeah. just because we're not going to extend rounds for that additional amount of po- points. So uh, no yeah. pressure for people to bring the 2,000-point list, but uh, if you do want to, you can bring some extra points, but just be prepared to also play uh, a 1,500-point list. Uh, we are going to be using the best coast pairings app so we haven't posted the um it on best coast pairings yet but we are going to do that it's not going to be a trade versus loyalist thing we're going to give uh the best coast pairings app uh, a whirl so uh we'll send out more information on the facebook page once that's all set up but um everyone if you could if you're planning on coming to the event then download download it now now set up your account and then we'll be able to um once we announce it you'll be able to add yourself to that event and uh we can obviously deal with any um adding people the day of but that will definitely help speed up the process if you already have an account for it um and then for the actual games themselves what we're going to be doing is we're going to be using the open war deck um for these and what we're gonna do is that we're going to theme the cards from the Open War deck to each table. So things like the uh, the world itself, the deployment, and the primary objective, as well as the optional um, hazard, um, battlefield assets, and battlefield, battlefield assets. effects, and, uh, and exactly effects. <clears throat> those were our. Gonna- we will already pre-choose and that will be printed out on each table of what your you know what those effects are like the battlefield um effects that's going to be something optional that if you guys want to throw in a little bit extra spice into your game you can do that and then we're every single table is going to have a deck of secondary objectives so that you can each um each table can use those to dish out their their secondary objectives, and that will be constantly changing every single game. But the primaries, stay. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> the primaries and all the yeah, all the all the stuff that is select, selected around the table itself is going to sort of be tailored to that table, and it's gonna that's going to be where the, a lot of the, the narrative comes from this event. It's going to be uh, very much just the table itself is going to be the narrative, and then your armies are going to be the narrative. But outside of that, we're not going to be doing like campaign points or anything like that. It's just going to be, yeah, unique tables, yeah, unique environments on those tables, and then unique missions for those tables.
1: Exactly, and then you know, keeping it keeping it fresh from table to table. Every single table will be different, so you'll you know you'll get a wide variety of uh, of yeah. different... Yeah, within reason. I suspect we may have some overlap, but yes, sure. I suspect
0: most of the tables will be pretty much uh, completely different.
1: <laughs> yeah, and we are getting some great prize support for this, so everyone that attends the event is going to be walking home with something that's specific to Adeptus Titanicus, so... Um, we're yep. really stoked to, to be able to offer that. Um, everyone's going to get a little loot bag. So that will be yep. fun.
0: So, with all that said, um, I, I, I would like to sort of also mention. So, and this is going to be going, I'll, I'll mention again at the, at the end of the second event description. But if you are wanting to participate in this event, or if you want more information, uh, I know not not everyone has Facebook, but if you do have Facebook and you don't already follow us on it, um, we are, I believe it's the, I'm just actually making sure that I know exactly boys what, of go- what are the, yeah, just boys of the golden throne on Facebook. And uh, we have event pages up for this stuff, which is the easy, it's going to be the best way to keep track of all this. Um, in regards to if you don't have Facebook, if you either have questions or if you want to be part of the event, uh, you can um, you can email us at uh, botgt30k at com. I believe is the email that address. Correct, just yes. let me make sure I'm like <laughs> not not saying this wrong. Yeah, you got it right. Um, yeah, okay. yeah, we just changed it. So. Yeah. So bought GT 30 K at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, I'll try to get back to ASAP. And we have, again, I think, what did we say? We have 11 places or no nine places left. Yeah. And I know that there are local guys that are going to be buying more tickets. And actually we have less than that because me and AJ are most likely going to be playing the event as well.
1: So we well, actually, I'll be the official a- ringer, but ringer. Uh... yeah.
0: So I guess we have eight places left cause I will be yeah. playing. Um, Yeah. So super excited for that. I hope, I hope we can get a good turnout and, uh, yeah. Anyone who's sort of on the fence about it, uh, we have a track record of running awesome events. So I would recommend coming and I may be a bit biased, but I think most, (laughs) most of the people who come away from our events are always very jazzed. So Yeah.
1: I think it will be it will be fun to get back together with everyone and hang out and uh, we are going to make the first round a little bit longer like a half an hour longer than the rest of the rounds. Yeah, uh, just to so kind of that facilitate. might be the time to do the bigger game too. I think that's for me. I'm gonna try to if I'm with someone, for I'm gonna you. be like,
0: Hey, you wanna play the big game on the first round? Yes, but
1: I'm more more like saying for people that haven't maybe played, you know, since COVID or a little bit rusty, yes. like that first round is we're gonna give a little bit of time for you yeah. to uh oil up those squeaky gears and get uh get those fucking Legios walking. Oh yeah. totally
0: okay awesome so uh yeah with that said the uh players pack for this will be going up no later than um may 1st so me and aj are still we're kind of in the process of planning that stuff out and the specifics of it uh anyone who has bought a ticket uh my plan is to email out the players pack to them. But even more easily than that is just like again, uh watch the Facebook page and watch the event page because it's all gonna be on there. And if you have any questions, uh I recommend going to the event page. The questions should be there. And then if you can't find an answer to that question, because you don't need Facebook to view the event, uh go to the event description, read the event description. Then if you have questions after that, you can email us. But please read that before you send any questions because It is a little, uh, could be a little bit annoying answering questions that are already answered. And I have a lot of people messaging me on a regular basis, so it can be hard to keep track of. Um, yeah, so after that, we have, I think this is what we could call a main course. Uh, Would Mm. you agree, AJ?
1: Full scale. Are you still there? Oh, yeah.
0: I feel like Eric, okay, cool. I thought your internet maybe was pooping.
1: That's all good. Um,
0: yeah, so we have, I'm so so ready to announce this. Okay, so the next thing that we have here is the Bot GT Horse Heresy Brawl by Kippers. Um, Yeah, so we have a two day event coming up here at Kippers. We're really excited. Uh, Anyone who's listening right now, if you are, you know, this is new to you, I guess it might be. A bit of a shame to also announce that the event is already sold out. <laughs> uh, but for those of you who are attending, and for those of you who want to attend, for that matter, um, you can email us at again, the earlier mentioned bocceT30k at gmail.com to be added to a wait list. The event is currently 30 people, um, but I will say that is very, very likely going to increase. Uh, we sold out in three days. So we're going to probably try to increase that number. Uh, I don't know how much by, um, but yeah, I think we're going to try to increase that, and we will try to announce that as soon as possible. Um, in regards to specifics on that event, it is— Downtown in our- Nanaimo. Yeah, exactly. So. There's an up and upside and a downside to this. Uh, for those coming out of town, it's gonna be a little bit harder to get there. This is in Anaimo, not in Victoria, which is about an hour. So for the anyone who's listening to us as international or even from uh, somewhere like Edmonton, uh, we will not be hosting at the normal place. It's gonna be Kippers, so it's downtown Anaimo. Now the upside to this is that we get to host this in a gigantic uh, convention center with tons of space. There will be a there will be bar service and the kippers event is generally awesome and for us me and aj personally we love running events at stuff like this uh largely because it's a really cool way to promote heresy and it's just honestly kind of fun to uh go and make all the other games look inferior to heresy because we've got <laughs> all these beautifully painted lists but and I, I you know i i and i mean that i'm not like I'm not being funny. I, I legitimately like, and we've all talked about it a million times. It's great. We get to really put our hobby on display. We have fully painted armies on really nice tables, gorgeous painted stuff, and it's just awesome because you get a bunch of people walking over who don't know heresy, who are just interested in how it looks, and they've heard about it questions. but I haven't seen like yeah, the full, yeah.
1: you know, it on full display of like you know, yeah. twenty armies, um, exactly or thirty armies all. All gathered in one location so yeah we've seen a lot of like mind-blown people coming over from like age of Sigmar or or 40k and that's not just to throw shade at the 40k people because there are some amazing armies that we see there but there's a lot more like everyone is at least in our previous events the quality is quite high um in comparison so it's always nice to be like yeah this where the this is where the big boys play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's and it's and it's something we
0: take a lot of pride in. So it's like uh, we we really do try to make sure that the tables and stuff are up to a certain quality bar. Not saying that that means that we are, you know, there's lots of events that put on heresy event uh, heresy that looks vis- very stunning, but I think we generally hold a pretty high bar, and I, I've never. I think that's always been a highlight that I've heard from people after attending our events is the the fully painted gorgeous armies on really nice tables um, with cool people. Because we also, the thing that's great about the way that we design our events and the way that we plan to run our events, these are social events. This is not a tournament. This is intended for people to go have fun narrative games and interact with cool people and have a good time um it's, meet so, some new friends meet some new friends see dudes Some older dudes ones. yeah maybe see gilbert get too drunk because <laughs> he gets too
1: drunk every year it's a tradition and maybe uh, maybe, yeah. maybe. <laughs> <Isn't that> just... <laughs> um we so should yeah, bring we at. should honestly get like a bot gt themed uh like kids folding playpen <laughs> <laughs> just just for when for round three two yeah, for round three and we can just put put it through you know, pitch him in there, put a blanket over there, he can go for nap time. If he vomits it's contained, you know. Good old uh, Gilbert. Love you, Gilbert. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to derail us. Um,
0: no, no, that's good. So Ryland Conference Center. one oh one Gordon Street. In Nanaimo, British Columbia. Um, so yeah, really excited. So I guess one thing I should mention here is that the tickets are not technically on sale yet. We have pre, we have basically pre-sale tickets, which are, it's basically spending ten dollars and and guaranteeing yourself a pre-order of or, or our first first dibs on the tickets for the full ticket for the event. So the full tickets go on sale on June first, and the ten dollars is taken off of that price. Um,
1: Exactly. So, yeah. so if you if you don't have one of the pre-tickets don't feel that there's still a chance where you're you know like we said we're going to put some more uh there is a wait list we're going to open up a few tables so those people on the wait list are going to get yeah. those first so they're we do no already have
0: seven people on the wait list so it's like if you want to come you email us asap otherwise there's yeah. basically no chance you're going to get in so uh again and anyone who's listening right (laughs) like i think most of the people who are who are listening who are local and stuff it's like they know about all this and they're probably just going so i'm just kind of generally i think we're also just trying to promote the hype of the event even if it's not necessarily just about announcing to get more ticket sales yeah
1: there's also um a room block right john at the best western that i think there's still availability for I don't go... know
0: what the deal with that is. I, I think... don't know when that's coming up. Yeah, that's I think... Uh,
1: I'm actually waiting to hear...
2: I think she hadn't announced Did they post it? No, I think she was waiting. Yeah. it'll be a bit later. To
0: get some okay, because I... Because uh, I'm trying... Because, uh, yeah. So the plan is... And I, I've asked Jen to send me the link before she posts it so that I can post it simultaneous or at least in the same day as her... Uh, on our facebook page and on the event facebook page as well and then potentially uh, i guess i'll maybe post it to instagram as well so there's also a lot of um, bed and breakfast
2: it. and hotels it really close yeah. to that yeah. place and and, and airbnb
0: is always a thing too it's like yeah, yeah. there's always there, there will be options if you don't get in on on that i'm sure you'll be able to find uh find something uh still but yeah, yeah. i stress so, about it so in regards to the event itself, it's this is a weird one because, again, uh, me and AJ have sort of decided that for us to sort of run events, we want to try to do a much more low-stress approach to it. And in the past, we've been very forthcoming with uh, things like players' packs, all the really exact details hammered in months and months and months ahead of time, six, six, eight months ahead of time sometimes. Usually I think we have our players' pack posted six months ahead of time yeah. Um, <clears throat> for this event, that will not be the case. Uh, I think that's g- obvious given the fact that we are going through an addition change um, uh, presently or soon soon to be. Summer so, is
1: what we're hearing, right? Is what yeah, heard, yeah, it
0: seems like it's going to be summer. So, a lot of this is going to be much later than normal. And uh, it's, uh, yeah, we can't, we just can't give you a date on when the player's pack is going to be available because we have to test we like when Heresy 2.0 comes out we're going to have to play a bunch of games and we're going to have to figure out what's going to work we're going to have to time how long it's going to take us playing games and stuff like that to get an idea for where the new points are going to sit and stuff so yeah we'll uh we'll we'll be adding the players pack later than normal hopefully we can get it out like a you know
1: at least Yeah, for like army composition month, so. exactly our, yeah it's going to be quite hard for us to give any solid point you know, point levels, but yeah. uh, we, we plan on doing it like, you know
0: it will be an equivalent
1: right? to three thousand point yeah. of what we would yeah. usually do. And I think what yeah. we are we can pretty confidently say right now is that if it does come out in the summer, like you know, Kippers is gonna be on October, so it's still gonna be extremely fresh for everyone. So we're probably yeah. just gonna do, you know, everyone play the same mission mission out of you know from the new yes. missions out of the book everyone plays the yeah. same thing for round one everyone plays the next mission for round two etc et this
0: it, it will not be as involved as past events have been in terms of narrative that that's not for me to take away from the events still going to be awesome and you're still going to be able to build awesome armies and be an awesome table so and it will still be loyalist versus traitor as well uh, however, in terms of just anything that involves like campaign stuff, we'll basically be uh, doing away with that because we need to. There's just not these enough rules time to, for to us settle. To yeah, yeah, exactly. And, like and so together. we literally just don't even know like when the, we can't. That's the thing. We literally can't give you a can't give a date for the players pack because we have to like figure. Yeah, <laughs> we don't know anything yet. So yeah, that's going to be. It's it's all going to come up to whatever ends up actually coming out what i can say and i think i think it's probably pretty safe to assume is that Uh, the points (laughs) limit will probably go uh up because what we've seen from leaks seems to suggest that units more more cases than not are going up in points so i'm six i'm suspecting it's going to be more than three thousand points
1: do we um, Have we heard anything about base troops, like are base troops going up in price, or is it just unique I th- things that you've seen that have gone up as a person that hasn't th- really looked at any of this stuff?
0: I think uh, what we've seen is that the base troops seem to be about the same cost. Uh, th- things like dreadnoughts and stuff appear to be the same cost as well. Okay. So I think a lot of the stuff is going to be roughly the same cost yeah. and I think certain units that were underpowered before seem like they're going to come down in cost in okay. some cases, but it's it appears that legion specific stuff is almost universally going up and going up okay. and going to be more powerful. So and and things like Primarchs if the, you know, we've seen some early playtest stuff uh, and every single prime in that early playtest has gone up in points by generally around a hundred points. It seems like um, hundred point I can wow. stay off the top of my head. Horace was a, is was 600 points in the playtest rules. And, uh, you know, I guess Magnus may have one gone down. Cause I think he's, I think I said, well, actually, no, I don't think he's even gone down. He's five twenty. I don't know what he was before when you upgraded him. I think he was a bit more than that, but, uh, Every other Primark went up, so and characters appear to have gone up as well, most in most cases. So, yeah, <clears throat> I think, um, and I think also cool units like way. Terminators, I think Terminators and stuff like that are also going to go up in points. It sounds like. Um, it sounds like they're all two
1: wounds, at least. Yeah, oh, yeah. so happy Gorgons with standard. two wounds. Yeah, totally. so awesome.
0: <laughs>
2: One thing to mention yeah, is that, um, uh, and this is only based on what we've seen so far from leaks. But if you don't have a Legion of Stardis army and you're coming or planning to come, it might be a good idea to have a Legion of Stardis army because there hasn't been much yeah, or, anything we right just don't know or anything heard about mechanics or anything else. We, we have thing. no idea, of course.
0: But. Yeah, we just don't know. But yes, that is something to consider. I, I don't know how... How? Yeah, it it may very well just be that all we get is Legion of Stardust by that time. I'm hoping that hoping by the time that event threat. is running. Yeah, and, and I would... Because the thing is, the way that I assume that this is going to probably work is there... Well, I shouldn't say assume that it's going to probably work. I think there's there's two potential maybes. Um, the first one... Is that they put out a general errata that makes all the older Legion, all the older stuff compatible with the new rules, but doesn't give them anything beyond just the basics that they need in order to function. So giving things like Mechanicum units, and maybe this is in the rulebook as well, because I know that rulebooks in the past, for a 40k in the past I believe at some point have just had a, a general unit errata in them, right where they just show uh. the stats for everything Well, when they to the
1: they did uh, the index that right? was eight th- and Yeah, 8 they- Or sorry, eighth edition, not nine. So, like I like I think I look at it of also putting on the lenses of like, okay, this is what Games Workshop has done before, and they want to make money. So I could see them doing a similar thing like that, where if we're actually getting more codexes, right? Or even a trader and loyalist, you know, equivalent of Red Book, like maybe they drop an index type thing for everything. And then they start getting more, you know, defined through re-releasing of the Red Books. Like, I I would just find it really odd if they released it. And it was just like, okay, Custodes, like, um, Militia, um, Ox, like, all of those, Demons, like, Mechanicum, you guys are all going to wait, like, six months. Like, I just... Well so that's them.
0: the thing. I think I think we we basically got two I, we've got two probably potential outcomes. The first one is going to be that every single army has uh functionally can be played but obviously not have full rules There's basic I don't th- rules yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't think there's much of it. Sh- I-, I would say there's almost zero percent chance that we're going to get like full rules for everything
1: refreshed no. on day one. I think that's no,
0: unlikely. But I
1: think something similar but, uh, to what they did with the indexes is like that's what I would hope for, and <laughs> and I say that the other... maybe... yeah, I would say hope for it, but be prepared for that not
2: to
0: happen. Exactly. Yeah, and then yeah, I was page? gonna say the other option though, I think that's also very likely is that this is going to be a much more heavily supported game. So what I would expect is if they don't put out uh holdover rules for the other stuff, then what we'll probably end up getting is the Legion rules. And then I suspect Three months after that or something we'll get another book that drops and who knows what that would be maybe that would be mechanicum maybe that would be militia but that would probably end up being very close to the event and as always if there's a book that drops even on the the week before the event we're going to support the book because we want people to play new stuff it doesn't matter if it's, yeah like, whatever so whatever is available at that time we'll be playing it um and yeah And what we, and so I think, I think with that said, that's what's us talking about the events, uh, that's where we're at. So I think now we can kind of move on to um, talking about the last sort of big, big ticket thing that we were going to talk about. generally just really, really excited for the future of Heresy, and I'm super excited to see, like, this is going to be such a huge thing in so many ways. In one hand, we're going to get to have this firsthand knowledge where the game is still fresh and everyone's um, still discovering sort of how, what things work and what things don't, have new ideas and have new list constructions and see how different things play and the power dynamics of, of how things have been rebalanced and all this awesome shit. But then also I feel like a lot of people uh, are maybe not like everyone's excited for the new heresy, but I feel like a lot of people aren't necessarily even considering how big of a deal this truly is for heresy because we're going to have Horus heresy in games workshops. This is going to make our community grow exponentially. Like
1: I hope, i hope it's in there it, like it's it it will be it, it'll be like Necromeda. it will be it's, yeah you think it, it will like, be. It's like it's plastic well, like, yeah. i, I don't know. It, there's no titanicus in our local no team. man th- this I is think... this is
0: not Titanicas. this is bigger that's the thing like look at the way that the branding is they put out a fucking trailer for this yeah i know like it's I, like I'm... this is gonna be uh, i think this is gonna be treated like age of sigmar
1: It really I does feel so. like, like i i I'm just you know, I think I'm a little burned over the last three years and how they've operated. I'm hoping for the best and at the same time, like you know i I, I I'm still you don't put out I, a trailer a like earnest. that and not that's the I, thing.
2: I think like. Um, like you might not. You're not going to see every kit on shelves, like because they can't. They no, don't no. Space. no for but sure. what's important though is that not only at your local GW, but your local friendly game store, which is way cooler. Yes. You can now go in <laughs> and order from those guys your Horus Heresy sure. kits, and you
0: usually at a discount but as well. And that's huge. But that said, uh, for sure, every kit yeah. probably will be on shelves because it's just going to be the plastic kits. It's just not going to be the forty. So yeah, they
2: will be so They literally, but GW right store, now can't but... even. They can't even stock all of their forty k in Age of Sigmar.
0: Like they will be they'll be fair. some. But those are also but... much bigger lines. It's just yeah. like I just feel like heresy is going to be like regardless because it's just like one dreadnought, one tank, one this, one that. It doesn't have. I think they'll probably carry. Well, oh, yeah, they'll make space it, for sure. But,
2: but well, yeah, the, the important thing but, is, is that it'll yeah. be there, and you can order it, and you can do it at your local game stores. And no yes. longer will this all be a like hidden behind the Forge World uh, website. Essentially, which yes, is huge.
0: exactly. So I'm sure everyone has seen it. Uh, there's been a bunch of leaks over the last few weeks. Uh, we kind of knew this was coming, but then at the Adepticon um, live stream, it was made official, and we got a insane trailer that i don't think any one of us was anticipating no, um definitely i not. i can honestly say that trailer dropped i was sitting in the room with dino and we were wa- uh she was on her phone and i was just kind of watching the uh warhammer thing live had it muted until it got <laughs> to heresy sort of thing in the background and the heresy thing came on and it, it was Pretty mind blowing. And honestly, even Dino was like, wow. Like, I don't think, like, she doesn't like Space Marines. She thinks they're super lame, like, as a faction or whatever. (laughs) And she was like, even to me, that was really cool. Like, and man, can uh, I don't know how long it took you guys to realize what was going on. Saw Horace's cloak immediately, and I understood what was happening, and I basically shit myself. It was very exciting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's still cleaning yeah, up. It was cool, <laughs> all over the walls. So what were you, what did you guys everywhere. thoughts? Like, did you the what, what? was your sort of takeaway? Like, like how from like, the trailer? Just, just, just yeah, the whole I don't thing. Know, tell, tell, me about your experience. How was it? Like when you were watching. Well, the thing? like you know, I guess m- about the
1: your reaction, my experience. And how, of- was like you like hounding me and just getting like my phone is just buzzing like oh shit dude like have you have you seen it yet like go check it out and like then i hadn't didn't respond to you because i was like washing dishes and just saw that it was vibrating and then you called me and then i'm like okay (laughs) all right i'll like hang up let me go watch it and i'll call you back and like yeah the scale of it like the fucking seeing the war the warlords walking around and shooting oh, with oh, troops man. below the, the and titans then the, orbital the highlight strike,
0: of it yeah
1: like the, so that good. orbital strike was so fucking cool taking out that warlord. and yeah i definitely knew it was horace like very quickly i, I don't think probably as quickly as you but um like as soon as you they panned over and you start to see the front of them. I was like, okay, yep, yeah, know who this is. Um yeah. but definitely super awesome. I'm super stoked. Like like you said, we all kind of were expecting this to happen. Um I was I gotta say like a little bit yet you know a little bit disappointed that we didn't get more news about it. Like okay here's this awesome trailer and that's great, and then obviously it shows they're invested in it, and then they showed us the two, you know, the one Beaky Marine, which we had, you know, seen before, and that cool-ass Praetor, which I we think is Love Sons of Harris? Yeah. Sons, yeah. Yeah. Sons, Sons of Harris. Harris. Sons of Horace. <laughs> <laughs> Sons yeah. of Harris. They're playing for Stephen's team. Stephen are... I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> Stephen Harris. Yes. Um... You know, I just wish there was like maybe some news about the box, and I guess they the box that they announced was the um, Necromunda one. So I guess I can understand. I, why I was they didn't surprised want to, that yeah. there
0: wasn't more, but I was like, okay, I don't care, it's fine. I no, for because sure. Because now you've announced it, and I know that that stuff is coming very soon. It's real. It's like you don't yeah. announce this and then not have it, not have this. Like it, it felt like okay, I already kind of was up in the air of whether i even thought that heresy 2.0 was going to get announced at this because it was a little bit earlier than i was expecting it to be so yeah i i was just kind of like okay i'm a little surprised but like that's fine you just wowed me
1: (laughs) and they did wow me i'm just like i guess i'm still like i'm still a little bit bitter of their communications and yes i'm glad that it's coming out but like i i wish they had not made the announcement about the necromunda box like sorry eric and i love it too i want (laughs) to get one but it's like we all know how well necromunda is supported so i was just like come on man you couldn't just tell us like tell us what it is (laughs) but anyway other than me just being a grumpy but but hurt person you know i'm still so stoked for it like it's you Usually, their reasons it, for that yeah. is
2: just because of how where it is in the release schedule. Because we got that, we got a first little Necromunda tease, actually similar to this. They did that little um, kind a of comic ago. booky video for Ashways at the last yeah, at LVO. That was at LVO. Yeah, right? which yeah. we were also all watching, being like, "Oh come on, heresy!" and got fucking nothing. Like, yeah, um, but same thing. Like, we got a little video, and that was kind of it. And then at this right. one there was the big reveal for Necromunda stuff, and then we got the little Heresy teaser this time. Which mean whatever. I I don't know if there is a Warhammer Fest this year. Um, I was just looking around on their site, and I don't see any mention of it. I haven't seen and it's it. Either. Normally, I think in May, uh, which is yeah, what I was thinking. May maybe usually. that would be. Maybe they'll do a big event, like a real big uh, thing for Heresy at that point, um, which would make sense. But I, like I said, I don't yep. actually see any. Uh, any mention of them doing it this year they don't seem like so. they
0: have any of that stuff lined up that far in advance anyways so you'll just get some kind of a facebook like post where they're like oh we're doing this on this day and here's the times that it's going live yeah well it's I not think.
2: too far away so like, uh, like like usually they have tickets for that kind of stuff for their warhammer Fest because it's a big deal it's like
0: oh maybe it's, it's not an thing. in-person thing though it's still co- you know it's like maybe they're yeah the i don't know what their year. deal
2: yeah so perhaps they're not doing it um so maybe we'll just get some big thing randomly. They did say for all of April, they are going to be releasing articles about the new edition. Oh, so, really? Okay. Did they? Yeah. yeah, every once didn't a week. I know that. Uh, they mentioned that somewhere. I think it's in one of the articles. Um, they Good. did say starting awesome. in April, we'll, weekly, we'll be getting an up like a little, probably like they do with a lot of other things, where like, oh, here's a little yeah, bit yeah, of new like rules. The and, the yeah, like
1: Yeah, exactly. what they were doing. Awesome, yeah.
2: And that'll probably lead up to then finally a proper reveal of the box set, which we obviously have already uh, kind of seen or we've seen parts of it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, Um, We just don't know the deets yet. Yeah. So, which is why summer is a pretty good, I think uh, pretty good guess on when it's coming. So stoked.
1: Yeah. I'm not trying to be like Mr. Poopy pants. I just, (laughs) if you know, it's uh, I think that's been one of my main reasons over the last two years of not having a lot of motivation because yeah that's fair. You know, it's been like rough. they it it has been rough and like yeah we've gotten some things here and there and I'm like I'm stoked I'm moving past it we're getting like a a fucking box set we're getting a new edition I just like. It would be nice to do have like a bit more. It sometimes it feels like we have more information about what the old world is going to be than what the really is at this point two point right. So yeah. Um, yeah, it's like say like I I don't know. They're obviously I think what's uh, they're obviously just wanting to get it close to the, their chest and so they can sell as much of the old stuff as well because I don't know if the, you guys notice the yeah, like, and
2: like Stuff. Yeah,
1: Spartans, yeah. Leviathans, Sicarans, uh, the Rhinos, the all the black books, yeah. the contemptors, the Corvus Beaky Marines, obviously, and all oh, black the books fucking too. Yeah. everything is last chance to buy. Yeah. So, So wow. you know, to me, that's the death I didn't nail know the and black the, books were, Yeah, the black and book uh eight and book five are completely sold out. So they only have book two uh book one book three and book seven all in softback yeah so if you want those go buy them now (laughs) but uh it's just like does that you know does that mean that we're gonna get like we've we think we're getting the spartan in plastic right but are we gonna get a and and like a leviathan in plastic yeah
0: the leviathan i believe and this is just from like inside you know, quote, sources that I've been hearing for the last few weeks. It's going to be right. the Leviathan, the, initially, anyways, I don't know if, like, initially, initially, I just mean, but no, I no, know no, that no. they have planned. The yeah. Leviathan, the Contemptor, the Deimos Rhino, the Spartan, and then there's a new tank called the Kratos. Oh, yeah, the Kratos. Which we don't know if that will be plastic or not. It seems like it's going to be quite large, so I wouldn't be surprised if it was resin. Okay. Um, and then I think we're also getting the Sakaran as well, obviously. Yeah. Um, so cool. I suspect a lot of those are come I out. And then I believe later, but... that I've also heard that they're planning to do the Krios for the Mechanicum at some point as well. And classic. That's
1: very cool. Yeah. That, yeah like, if we're going to, you know, obviously, uh, it, if they're going to put the support it's, in, it's I'm, very exciting. I'm, I'm so excited. I mean, and, and, like... and,
0: and, and can I just say that this gets us one step closer to Dark Mechanicum? It makes me happy too, because yes. I think at this point it's like if they're going to do a Mechanicum book, it's going to have Dark Mechanicum in it.
1: Well, they supposedly had the rules right, like they
0: got pushed exactly. from the last. So, book. and that's maybe, and and then this all makes sense at that point. You're like, all right, you push the rules, okay. Well, you had to rewrite them ostensibly, large portions of them. Probably, so, yep. might as well. You might as well push them at that point. And I would rather have had that than what James is going through, where he's going to now have his Dark Angels get a second set of rules and he will have never even played the first set. Because <laughs> <a couple> of- <laughs> yeah. So, I'm happy that Dark Mechanicum were held off. I'll say that. Right.
1: Um. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's pretty exciting. I'm like. I'm very interested to see if we, what the codex is, quote unquote, will be like. You know, uh, it, these yeah. whole reaction rules. Like, I, I don't uh, really. They know seem much. like
0: the most interesting part of the game because it's going to basically be something that injects a lot of the uh strategy, of something like a titanicus, into a game that can't that can't be non-turn based, like. You know, people always like to say, like, "Well, why don't they have it be activation based?" And It's like you couldn't do that with Heresy. That'd be a terrible, terrible design decision. It would take the, it would make the game literally last forever. Titanicus takes so long. Imagine if you scaled that across Heresy. People would be playing games that are half the size they are now in the yeah, same yeah. amount of time. It's a,
2: it's a great but, system, but it, it, there's a scale to it, and Heresy would, I think, exactly
0: where it's gonna be fun still. So yeah that sounds like the coolest fucking thing but the thing is is like honestly almost everything that i have seen uh from my perspective is exactly what i wanted and what i would have designed like the the reaction system is way more complicated and i never would have thought of that to be clear but in terms of like the way that we've seen stats of things like contemptors We've seen weapon changes and stuff like that. Um, we've seen changes to how the psychic phase is going to work. I don't Potential think there is changes, phase play anymore. test rules, Ex- exactly. All these yeah. kind of things, like primarchs, right? Like we're seeing primarchs now, and it's like, uh, you know, I'll say, like for for what it's worth, like what we've seen, in the Primarch seems like it's very early, sort of early rules. But I think I think we could all agree that Primarchs for a long time have needed um, a basically a, com- a complete rework in terms of just like not a complete rework that's an exaggeration a but a rework into yes a definite a definite facelift right uh, some Primarchs don't have enough attacks um, they're they're just too easy to bog down they're never going to pay for themselves Perdorabo is one of them and I'm sure you've had experiences with him where you're like I have a four attack hammer. okay i hit three times okay i killed two guys good thing i paid 450 points for this guy (laughs) like stuff like that right um and then just sort of the state of like bodyguards depicting combats not the primarchs themselves and stuff like primarchs are lords of war so you're having to choose between a primarch and a fell blade in your you know four thousand point game or whatever it's you got to choose one or the other so um, are they going to be their it own seems slot, like they fixed that. yeah so they are so they they, they are, are not okay. lords of war anymore they have their own slot and what that means is they're still part of the 25 percent Rule so you can still only have twenty five percent of your army be committed to Lords of War and Primarchs combined. Okay, yeah, okay. But if you're playing a larger game, the game now scales. Right. So everything about the game right now, and this is what I was getting to earlier. Everything that I have seen so far seems brilliant to me because it seems scalable. Um, from the way that the army list construction is going to work and how you can now have you know a lord of war and then a Primark, which is at very least for most games that's going to be enough to get you the 25% of points or whatever for you know you can play a 5000 point game and that's probably adequate right to have that to have those two choices before you start filling it with multiple lords of war or getting into mega battles or whatever but also the thing that i've been really excited about uh, excited about is the way that instant death appears to work now um, so combined with stuff like, uh, the new destroyer weapon rules, I'm really excited to see where the, how this stuff actually plays because everything seems like it's going into a direction of being much more scalable. So now you have weapons that are able to do more damage based on the fact that their strength can go up to 20. Whoa. Um, yeah. So for the purposes of instant death, right now you have something so... It's funny because we saw these original stats to a Volcano Cannon in the leaks and this, the Volcano Cannon was strength 10. Well, we've now seen another leak that appears to be a later play test and this, the Volcano Cannon is actually strength 14. So what that means is if you were to fire a Volcano Cannon at something like a Contemptor Dreadnought, um, it would inflict instant death on that Contemptor Dreadnought. The Contemptor Dreadnought is immune yeah. is not, it's not immune to instant death but it has a rule that makes it so instant death inflicts d3 wounds to it instead of just killing it outright but now because it's the destroyer weapon it would also inflict d3 wounds because it's a destroyer weapon so now suddenly you have a have a weapon in this where you can be the strength is another modifier to make the weapon scale so what i mean by that is like you can shoot, you, you get a value out of the strength beyond uh, to wound roll. It means you can actually inflict more damage to a target for having a higher strength, which means that something like a Bellicosa volcano cannon on a, on a Titan can suddenly be different than a volcano cannon on a Shadow Sword. Because now you can have the Bellicosa be, say, strength 18. Suddenly that is now automatically penning every single vehicle in the game, basically. Suddenly that is is inflicting instant death on almost every single model in the game as well, aside from some things like Primarchs with you know things that have some sort of equivalent to Eternal Warrior. And we don't have the full picture yet, so we don't know if instant death functions the exact same way that it does. It, it sounds like it doesn't. It sounds like it's changed a bit. But stuff like that to me is brilliant. I'm very excited. It feels like we will have a much more... Scalable experience, and it just feels like smart, smart stuff—stuff stuff that's long overdue. Um, yeah. You were pronouncing bella cosa. and no then sense. we've also we we've seen the the weapon skill chart as well, which I think is also completely brilliant. Um, really, really as emphasize what well? what we, or weapon skill rather.
1: Oh, the weapon skill. So
0: yeah, yeah. So just weapon skill is now a very important stat where weapon skill used to be of sort of you know, semi... It was important to have a high weapon skill, but now it's like having a one weapon skill ahead of somebody or uh, above somebody is now a huge, huge advantage. So if you have a say a space marine fighting say a suzerain now right a suzerain is weapon skill five a space marine is weapon skill four and i want to preface this again this is all play test rules so this stuff may not actually be how it ends up being but what we've seen is this and i like it a space marine would hit a weapon skill five um suzerain on fives because it's one weapon skill higher and the suzerain would hit the space marine on threes this scales even further so that if something is, say, weapon skill 8 and hitting on something that's weapon skill 4, that model that's weapon skill 8 would be hitting on 2s, and the model that is weapon skill 4 would be hitting the model that's weapon skill 8 on 6s. So, this really, really makes things that are smaller and more elite much more deadly in combat. Uh, Praetors, um, stuff like guys like uh savitar or abaddon that have weapon skill 7 that is now suddenly a huge boon over praetors and then at the very top of the list you have primarchs who are now going to be so scary in combat i can't emphasize this enough exactly like primarchs are now going to be if they get to combat they're going to be a huge problem to remove you have to shoot them because as soon as they're in combat, most units are going to basically not even be able to deal with them. They're just not going to be able to con- compete. You have 10 Cataphracty Terminators now fighting a Primark. The Primark is going to rip those Cataphracty Terminators to pieces. Those c- Cataphracty are going to be hitting that Primark in sixes. That just makes oh. the primarch suddenly so much more deadly. Um, and I, I yeah, so I love this because suddenly primarchs are actually comparable to Lords of War, is which has been a problem with the game for a long time. <clears throat> the other thing is that all the primarchs, and this is something I've suspected they're going to do for a long time, with the, whatever the next rendition of the rules would be, they all seem to have a baseline of six attacks now, making up for the fact that there were some primarchs before that I think were under were under sort of like Vulcan, right? Vulcan was always using an excuse as a sorry as an example of like Tail and Gilbert just found. Why would you take Vulcan for 450 points when you could just take a praetor with a three up in bone and a thunder hammer that has like six attacks and is like less than half the points of him, right? He says, yeah. Suddenly the advantage is you have more attacks with the primarch but also you just have this very high weapon skill so the praetor can't really compete in a challenge or anything like that like um yeah so that's kind of where where my
1: thoughts are like
0: sorry to ramble so long i guess i just no, uh... i appreciate it
1: i don't i haven't read <clears throat> much of it i tried to start reading it but without like all the rules i you know i'm not a smart man and i can't i can't like think of where it might go but it you know it all sounds yeah really it's gonna be a huge a huge dynamic shift is what we know
0: i guess it's just it just means that like things like militia things that used to be able to be like sort of i don't know there's there's always been that weight of attacks thing and you'd be like i've always felt like okay like if you have enough weight of attacks you're just like a five-man terminator squad is just going to get killed by a bunch of basic bitch infantry which is just kind of lame that's no longer really going to be the case suddenly elite units will truly be elite their 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 niche will be combat and that will be really emphasized by their weapon skill differences and stuff um yeah, but also the other big change appears to be that the lethality of a bunch of weapons is completely changing, uh, and especially with anti-tank weapons. You know, like so for instance, a uh, heavy bolter appears to be heavy four now. They've got these gra- gravis-based weapons, which are twin-linked equivalents, but they actually are just basically two guns mounted on one platform. So you know, finally you could run a heavy bolter dreadnought. And it's gonna have eight shots per arm, which is fucking cool as hell. That's awesome. Um, yeah, exactly like, like and you know, it's like, oh, you drop it, it's, you dro- it could be less points than it carries, right? And then it's but it would be viable because you're getting eight shots out of it, and it's less points. It's not like it's a useless weapon to take because it's inferior in like every way now. Um, yeah, it's just super cool. So uh, things like apparently auto cannons and the peers are going to have rending now they will have their own they will have a very distinct niche now uh it sounds like plasma weapons are no longer going to be AP2 they're going to be AP4 but they're going to get a rule called okay. breaching which makes them AP2 when they roll that so it could okay, be like roll a
1: 6 well, and like a
0: the a, the example that i read thing. was It was a four plus for a plasma gun. So my assumption is the bigger the plasma weapon, the higher or the lower the roll required for breaching will be. So I suspect, Uh, you know, as an example, maybe something like a Thanatar will be breaching three plus or something like that, you know, like um yeah. And then las cannons having Sunder. So this is gonna be a big dynamic change. The other thing I was like, uh when I was talking about scalability, right? The other the other aspect to this is that most things can now be taken in squadrons, which is a huge improvement in my mind because there were a lot of legions before that were very very hamstrung by uh, uh, what are they called Uh, heavy
1: heavy support rights of
0: war yeah so they were hamstrung by rights of war that would limit their number of heavy support options. Mm -hmm. And in reality, it would just make them completely uncompetitive at a higher points cost because you're like, okay, great. great, I have have one heavy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Now you're going to have squadrons of fucking Kratos tanks and Sakarans and all this stuff. So the game scales to higher points much better, right? It's not like you're going to see squadrons of full squadrons of tanks in normal sized games. It's just going to be too many points. It's not going to be viable. Yeah. However, if you want to play a big game, suddenly you can have nine tanks in your heavy support section as opposed to three. Uh, yeah, that's, that's
1: awesome for those. Yeah.
0: Here. Yeah. So it's like, uh, yeah, I think this, this stuff just seems really cool. Even the difference between something like yeah like uh, the turbo laser is apparently strength 12 now as important as opposed to the volcano cannon strength 14 that gives a a difference it's nice it's like okay it's like titanicus where like a volcano cannon is stronger than a than a than a turbo laser like it's they should just be the same thing like except for one has more shots so therefore it's actually more powerful than the thing that should theoretically have the higher strength or whatever
1: um right Eric, yeah, have you so. have you dived into the Iron Hand or not Iron, Iron Hand? So yeah, Iron I went Warriors through rules. Yeah, I
2: went through that like Trader dock, keeping in mind that it was probably a very early playtest build. So like I'm yes. not marrying myself to anything that I've seen, but no, for um, sure. Was I don't think I've seen anything that... that I don't like. Like everything, I'm stoked for a lot of things that are happening. There, thing we noticed, especially with the Trader dock, was there was a lot of, not a lot, but there was missing stuff uh missing units missing upgrades and those all correspond to models that tw don't make or upgrade kits that don't come out so like palatine blades didn't have the option for jetpacks uh we were both a little scared about that which at first it was like that's weird maybe i forgot but then when you look it's like oh there is actually no way to buy that kit with a jetpack there's no no option there's no jetpack kit it's like okay that's a it's that's a classic GW move. Surprising. Yeah, yeah, and that that would. While I would hope they don't do it, I'm not gonna hold my breath. Like I'm not gonna be shocked if it's like mm-hmm. we see a lot of stuff axed that never had a model. Um, but then there was weird, but there was a weird couple of inclusions. Like Lucius uh, had rules. And oh, really? He has no model? Really? So yeah. it's like that. That was that was like a oh. one-off though. Lucius was the only I think new thing that popped up in the traitor thing. Everything else was That's just, we saw awesome. stuff get removed. Um, so, yeah, not a and huge I, think, deal, I think for most but...
0: cases, it was like, we're just not getting a, these obviously isn't rules for every
1: unit that exists either. It was like, this is specifically yeah, traded. Like, yeah.
0: Well, uh, yeah, totally off, off,
1: from... Right? Like, if everything's coming off Forge World, that is so a monumental task for not... them to kind of replace the line.
2: The The word is, is that, uh, Legion specific things are staying resin and Forge World. Okay. So, yeah, your okay. upgrade kits, your Primarchs, uh, your elite units, all of that right. kind of stuff will still be a Forge World thing that you buy from them. Whereas, our, everything, apparently, everything that is supposed to be generic, land speeders, rhinos, yeah. whatever, is supposed to come out in plastic at some point. Obviously, not right away. It's going to take time. No. But um, yeah. the goal, I think, from them is. Everything generic, plastic. Everything Legion specific for now, or maybe for a while. Probably staying resin, which probably I think I also is fine.
0: mentioned the generic. That also means like large, large kits as well. Probably right. Like we're, ston- yeah. we're not. We're probably not well, going to see like of- Propharions and plastic and shit either. No. Right.
2: Yeah. Who knows <laughs> what that kind like- of stuff? But talking specifically Legion currently. Uh, yeah Legion
0: kits.
1: Yeah. Tanks so you know, and stuff, stuff are all going to move is- over to. Oh those. man. That- if we got plastic know. stuff like Jesus, that's just going to be so amazing. It's going to pump so many more people back because I think I don't know. I think people will. Everyone loves the shiny new thing, right? So yeah, I yep. can see a lot of new blood coming coming sure. in or people coming back that we you know haven't seen in a few years. That kind of did. I move think on in
0: two years our years. our heresy community is going to be twice as size at least.
2: Yeah, okay. honestly, I, I think this will be a turning point for 30k where no longer we're going to be this weird stepchild that no one wants to talk to and that it's from, from GW. It's going to be like Titanicus and Necromunda. We're going to see constant yeah. flow. We'll see probably campaign books would be my guess. I, I'm assuming black books are probably dead. Um, yeah, I think we'll see it like Titanicus yeah. etc. which to me is fine personally but with um,
0: I, I suspect they will probably still be more substantial than Titanicus books and they'll probably those still are better thing, ri- yeah. writing um, but
2: yeah, I, I kind of hope <clears throat> it's more like the Gramunda books cuz those ones are very nice Those are awesome. Yeah. Very pretty pretty beefy. Uh Titanicus ones that I've Checked out yeah, they're a lot smaller. But then again, they're also like I don't know, they put out a book to support a single model kind of thing. Uh usually like a release. So yeah there's just not as much mm-hmm. going on Titanic as model wise, so I would think with 30k we'll get some some hardier uh books out of that. Which will be cool.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: yeah, I, I like everything that I've seen. Like I don't think there's been a change where I'm like, oh this fucking sucks. Like I'm I'm stoked. Especially the yeah. reaction thing. I really like that. It's like we talked a bit before. Like uh, you go, I go. Well, I that, to me, that is my favorite game system. Like especially Titanic or Necromunda. Um, I love that game system. Obviously, for 30k, that's too much. But the reaction thing is almost like a weird way to shoehorn it in, where it doesn't. Ma- it it might slow stuff down, but it's not going to be a, a huge slowdown. But it keeps everybody engaged. Like you and your opponent are engaged throughout the entire game, for both people's turns. It's not like, all right, I gotta you gotta move all your yeah, armies totally. for half an
0: hour, I'm just gonna go get a beer and go talk
2: to other people. But for it, a while. it
0: changes the strategy too, because that's that's what yeah. we've been wrestling with for a while, right? It's like we've been playing thirty K and for especially with people like me and Jeremy, we play a game and it takes like fucking fifteen minutes because you're like <laughs> all right, I shoot that, we already know what the math hammer is, that unit's dead, all right, that unit shoots this one, that unit's dead, all right, that unit shoots this one, I move in this exact spot. Yeah. Suddenly you have a variable where you can react in the other player's turn, and that's going to be like, not only will it require more knowledge from the other player, uh, what, right, Legion-specific knowledge, right? You play against someone like Emperor's Children, while they have a reaction, they can do the specific thing, and you know they're capable of doing that, Suddenly, you there's another layer to that, but it's just there's going to be more uh, more variability to what people can do and and changing their strategies and having like unexpected things happen because of that,
1: right? What what are some like? I don't really know anything about the reaction. So, what are some of the things that we do know about it? Is it something like kind of like the strategy phase in Titanicus or there's
2: there's uh you can do them in movement shooting and i believe assault there's so there's a basic one's basically everyone can use so like for example okay. uh overwatch is now a reaction so a unit can now do an overwatch reaction um or there was like a in the assault phase one you can do where you kind of you blunt their charge by making it disordered for example um and not every yep. there's there's you can only do i believe everyone gets one uh reaction per phase. Um and that number can be increased by your Primarch or your Praetor or Rights of War, Yeah, yada. There's and all a bunch of ways Warlord it, traits as well. Yeah, I think it caps okay. out of three. I think it's one to three per phase. Um and again, Primarchs and stuff will change that a bit. Um there's unique ones for every legion. Uh there's unique ones I think for some of the rites of war as well and warlord traits. So there's all con- there's tons of special ones in there. Um, as well as you have your core ones so yeah, like i said the, the movement ones shooting and assault phase right
0: and and That's do cool. we know is it one reaction so say you play a default game and you have no upgrades or whatever yeah and you just have the one reaction point is that one reaction point per phase or is that one reaction point for the entire i believe church?
2: it was per phase
0: okay yeah, so it's not Good. like you have one
2: that. you have got to sit there and be like, oh crap, when do I do this? I think it is one per phase. So there's not tons. It's not like you're going to have like, oh, I've got 20 units to do 20 reactions with. Uh, you've, you do have a very small number <laughs> that you can do, uh, play around with. So it's enough to keep you in it and, being, and thinking and like, oh, okay, I actually have something I can do here.
0: So this really does seem crazy. Like, so that th- so Hor- Horus's new like Warlord sort of main support trait he's lost a lot of things. But his new like support trait appears to be that he will allow you for one turn to do unlimited reactions oh. with your army. Which sounds well, the more I think about it, the more I learn about this reaction system and I really think about it, I'm like, wow, that seems really crazy. That the seems very strike. powerful. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty wild though it's like yeah and so i guess i i guess some primarchs increase the reactions by one some hqs do but we don't have the full picture yet we just yeah. kind of have like the baseline reactions and then we've seen some of the legion specific playtest ones yeah it's a lot of flavor though, and and, uh, cool and we should and also good. say the legion specific ones don't you can only play them once apparently
2: i think yeah are, a, they were mostly today, right? all once per game that i noticed
1: because they're pretty special pretty ones. Cool. But, so that is that gonna like a rights of war then still a thing? Still a thing, yeah. Okay. They were all in so there. Just, just adding more flavor. Uh,
2: there was new ones as well for legions that I noticed. So
1: yeah, there was
0: loyalist ones for every legion, every traitor legion now. I think. I mean, uh, there was not all of, for them, think, of
2: them, but some of them, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Which is awesome too. You're like, oh, now you can actually play a loyalist version of this legion. Cool, and have a reason to.
1: Yeah, that's pretty cool. So it is it it, it it what I also found interesting from the trailer it was one specific line where they mentioned like whether you're, you know, battling um it was something like you know to the outer reaches to the gates of terra so like you know, do we think that this is actually are we going to start getting seed shit? Well,
0: So we had had a rumor early on that kind of covered all this. And I think because everything about that rumor has come true so far, I think it's probably a pretty good chance it's accurate. Um, And what that basically was saying was the first book is going to be the beginning of the siege. Oh. Uh, It will be sort of, uh, I guess, focused. A lot of the art and stuff will be uh, Imperial Fist and Sons of Horus. And then it sounds like the, after that they'll sort of go back and recover a lot of the other stuff that they covered in the Black Books before, and basically redo it.
2: Yeah, I and would then imagine also, the main setting is probably end of, end of the heresy kind of timeline, would be my guess. Maybe is where they're kind of quote-unquote setting it.
0: Although, right.
2: I, I mean, it's still the heresy. I think it's kind of going to be still open to be any point
0: yeah, yeah like i mean so the Titanicus hasn't yeah. fa- hasn't really been following like a timeline right so i i kind of think you're probably i don't know that they'll redo every black book or whatever but i think you might get some of the battles that were already covered recovered
1: and yeah, then as well but if they don't do xana john's gonna lose his mind <laughs> shit myself if they don't do the Mars Civil War, I'm gonna lose my mind, let's be honest. Yeah, that's uh yeah, that's very high on both of our lists. I, I think I could sir. see that
2: being the, the mechanicum, like the big mechanicum really. That's yeah, kinda what I'm a lot hoping, of plastics, yeah. maybe. Um that would be the one
0: for Exactly. Me.
1: Do you think we'd actually get and then pl- We can finally yeah. get our Earth. uh Ursa or- What's that? Do you think we'd actually get plastic fucking mechanicum shit?
2: Wouldn't totally. surprise me. Like Thalax and like some guess, of the core cool cool. stuff at least. Yeah.
1: All the like basic
2: roll. stuff,
0: yeah, I suspect it will. And likely rolls. I can see Castillax too, honestly. I think cast probably would yeah. move over eventually. Oh, that would be so. Dope.
2: Especially a lot of those guys are all usable with the legions too, right? So
0: yeah,
1: yeah well, that's exactly. I think the key thing for them to make you know money off of this is, and that's probably why like things like the Leviathan and the Sicarans, like there'll be rules for forty k. Like if there's rules for forty k, then they can they you know it's not they're not just selling it to the niche Horus Heresy. I was
2: surprised they hadn't done that yet, because they did do that for all of the custody stuff, but they never right. ported over Mechanicum for it.
1: But they didn't do all of the custode I, stuff. I There's still specific stuff that's only 40k, but the vast majority of it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Very yes. exciting times, gentlemen. Very exciting Finally, times. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Finally. And yeah. we've only yeah. been waiting what? <laughs> Three All of COVID, plus? No, of COVID plus, nine hundred.
0: I I don't know. It's been I think nine hundred to twelve thousand years. <laughs> <at this
1: point. laughs> well, I know that we like from just putting the heresy events together. Like it, it was starting to get to a point of like, okay, well, what do we do next? Like that was one of the reasons why we did like the team event. Right, was just to do something different because we wanted it to keep it fresh and like you were saying john with like your games with jeremy and you guys are fast players like Mm -hmm. we needed something to you know change shit up yeah exactly you know like and
0: just tweaking right like i just i think you know and we're gonna see this big giant power dynamic change i'm sure but yeah just Heresy also wasn't balanced as well. And what I've True. seen from the playtest rules so far is very like, encouraging because it seems like everything that was weak has been brought up. Everything that was too powerful has been brought down. Um, and hopefully that will sort of level out. It, you, already from what we can see, just based on some very, very limited stuff with mecha- uh, like I looked at the new uh, Thousand Suns sort of Castle Axe equivalent, it sounds. It oh, seems yeah. like even Castillacs are going to be nerfed. Like they might just go down to AP three without their uh, stage wreckers, and then go what? down to top of the six and stuff like that. So I'm really happy to see shit like that because it, for a long time, it's just been like, dude, monstrous creatures are just stupid. They're just like they don't function the way that they should. Like monstrous creatures are all just AP two and infantry feel useless against them because you. So having big like firing platforms that are for some reason really good in melee and it just doesn't make a lot of sense. You're like seeing that kind of stuff changed, I I'm really encouraged by I'm I'm looking forward to the power dynamic shift. I hope that they don't make Mechanicum bad um and demons and stuff like that. But I think for a while it's been pretty clear that a lot of stuff is not balanced and it needs it needs a huge tweak, especially with when it comes to regards to the older legions, which are Right, like Eric's been waiting forever for his Emperor's children, and me personally with my sons of Horus, like, yeah, we're long overdue for a lot of these changes, for
1: sure. For sure. Well, you know, it's gonna be an exciting. It's gonna be an exciting summer here, and uh, I'm looking forward to doing our little, inclusive, no, exclusive, not inclusive. (laughs) It's exclusive little back aj's backyard barbecue uh fucking event invite only and
0: hopefully (laughs) that will be a heresy thing yeah hopefully hopefully
1: that i think that's what we should do we should just like wait until like the first weekend or two yeah after it drops people have the books and let's get together and just have a fucking good time
0: and this is it's gonna be great mandatory I can't wait to, you know, like this will probably motivate me to, you know, over the next year or whatever, paint and, you know, paint, paint probably a thousand points or whatever of Sons of Horus. Like, I'm, it'll be great to have a reason to go back and revisit the army that I've sort of been not as uh, keen on playing since my mechanicum because I just haven't had, you know, very old rules. Like, they're, You know, I've played them a million times. I've done everything I can with them. It's going to be nice to have a reason to go back and re-experience these different factions. It's always so nice when stuff freshens up and it's actually what you want it to be.
1: Absolutely. I'm, I'm like... So, just as we've been talking, I've done the rivets on three of these fucking dread claws. But now I'm realizing it's been <laughs> so long since I hobbied, boys, that I don't, every single one of my fucking super glues is completely dried out. Oh, fuck. Oh, jeez. I guess you're going to have to go. God. Head to the hobby stuff. Yeah, but it's a, there's like brand new ones. in her dry oh, It's depressing. Like son of a bitch. Damn. <laughs> that sucks. It has been a while. So yeah, I've literally just gone through, through I've got two zappa gaps which you can't get anymore. They're fucking done. And then like I think I've just gone through five bottles here trying hey, so to no find
0: Zappa gaps anymore.
1: No, they don't uh hobby and shavers don't sell it anymore they sell this different kind oh oh but it's still okay it's still around you just can't i don't where i usually would have got it which was bc shaver well i
0: just mean does it matter though that like does it matter if it's zap you know whatever
1: no it just does the other one work the same way not when it's solid in the (laughs) bottle (laughs) Throw no. that
0: I'm saying, can you get Accelerator still is all I mean, is what I'm asking. Yes,
1: you can get Accelerator. Okay. From him.
0: Yes. Okay, cool. He's loyal to
1: his brand. Yes, is. Yes. But, like, I just want to glue a magnet on it. That's all I want to do. To fix these fucking dread claws. Well, <laughs> get fucked, because you can't. Well, you know what? This is what happens to my motivation these days. I get to a step and I don't have the shit and I'm just like, well, I'm just gonna give up now.
0: <laughs> well, it's time, to get, it's time to commit sabubu.
1: Okay, well, I'll go and get my, my short sword here and uh, <laughs> go do the deed. I literally have four of these, fucking, five of these bottles, these little big pill bottles. They that, uh, that is horrible. Ugh. You know, first world problems over here. Life's hard. And life, life is, is hard, Eric. Hard.
0: Well, it's going to get easier. Especially though. when you're cha- mentally challenged like us.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it could be worse. It could be Jeremy level. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's gifted.
2: <laughs> He's not challenged.
1: That's true. He's special. In whichever way you want to take that. Oh, maybe I found one. Maybe this one. <gasps> oh, it's flowing. I think I've got a winner winner. Dinner here. <laughs> It's struck
2: oil.
1: Oh, I did. It's coming out. It's th- it thick. It's oh thick. it's thick and gooey. Oh yeah, that's right. been in that bottle for a while. <laughs> uh, I uh,
0: I think it's I think we can we can definitely all agree that we're very excited for the future. Oh, yeah, and oh, yeah. uh i I am hoping that we will be able to get back to recording with somewhat of a bit more of a regularity. um we know a j has gone through some personal changes in his life, which should probably free him up a little bit more of a lot should year. That's the plan, <clears throat> and then I think we'll probably have more motivation as well with the new yeah, rules the and getting thing. the little snippets. I and think we'll probably be playing more as well, yeah, exactly, yep.
1: no more masks get to actually come and hang out it's gonna be uh yeah it's 2022 is gonna things are looking up at least from the hobby side of things that's for sure
0: yeah um very excited Uh, i also i guess for our listeners um I guess i'll I, I'm not going to f- officially announce who it is or or whatever, but well, okay, I guess I can. I guess I can. so we're uh me and AJ are planning to go on to the trident uh wargaming podcast and oh, yeah. uh do a little side episode uh, It's looking like probably Tuesday. I don't know when it goes live. I think you said it might go up live the the couple days after. All right. And we're gonna talk, we're gonna re promote our events a little bit more on that bad boy. And we're gonna like learn about how uh, Ed, uh Edmonton heresy is going. It's gonna be a short thing, it'll just be, you know, probably half hour, but yeah. So if anyone, any of our listeners wanna hear our supple voices uh further, we'll be there, most likely. And
1: uh yeah, most other they record than that, with I don't us know. And are just like no, we don't want to associate ourselves with these two yeah just yeah and they like maybe they'll change their mind mind. and they they sell their tickets they're like yeah we don't want to come to this event yeah these guys are too weird we don't understand short shorts totally oh i i yeah
0: i i feel like i was i was going to mention this too when we were talking about the events i uh i would like to be clear so when it comes to buying tickets for kippers um handled by kippers so for ticket questions because i do get them a fair bit i can give you the answers that i know and most of them will be covered in the event description on the page but it's probably easier to message kippers directly to get direct answers because again i don't actually deal with that stuff uh first on firsthand and then in regards to the ticket purchases for our titanicus event um uh just to be clear because i have had had someone message me last night who had to cancel um if you buy that ticket it's non-refundable it's going to the event costs um and we lost uh, a fair bit of money last time when we had to cancel our event for covid and we made i think we've kind of adjusted the way we're going to do things and learned some lessons on that so uh that does not mean you can't transfer your ticket if you are unable to attend you can totally sell that to somebody else i have no problem with that and then we'll change the name over But once the ticket is sold, it's uh, spoken for it. We've already committed to paying for this event. So I just wanted to get that out there for anyone who is listening, especially with the Titanicus one and decides to buy an event. Maybe you're out of town. Maybe you're not that familiar or whatever. But yeah, that's going to be how it works. So just uh, for full transparency.
1: We go. But you're not gonna sell, you're gonna come, you're gonna love it, we're gonna have a good exactly. time. Whoa, we're also we should mention at the for the Titanicus event is that we have scored um a reservation for twelve people um at a pub close to it after the event. Yeah. So anyone Moon Brew pub, come, which is good. Hang out. Yeah, so it's gonna be for seven thirty. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll we'll uh We'll rendezvous there afterwards because we can't do food on site um, of the Legion. So we'll go and grab a bite to eat and a couple beers and swap stories of the day. Who had the most chain reactions? Exactly. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Well, Um, gentlemen, I'm excited for. uh, excited for the next few months excited to see mm-hmm. this new information drop and like yeah fucking weekly newsletters that's almost be april very exciting yeah yes. yeah it's almost here
0: and so yeah with all that said i uh, thanks for joining me guys it's been a it's been a cunningly good time Most <laughs> <laughs> it's been a cunningly good time. So uh, with that, I think we're gonna land this big, fat hunt of a pig. La-hog. And uh, <laughs> it's a real hog. And I'm gonna say, yeah, thanks to Eric, thanks to A j for uh, coming on. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna shout out our Facebook uh, Boys of the Golden Throne on Facebook. Please follow us. It uh, helps a lot with just getting our me- our stupid messages out there and seeing potentially seeing pictures of hobby. Things ranging from hobby all the way to pictures of tail on the toilet. And then, um, we hashtag have our Instagram <laughs> hashtag, never forget LVO hashtag LVO 2017. And then, uh, we've got Instagram, uh, 18, boys, the girl on there.
1: You're, you're in it. Oh,
0: timeline. sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and then we've got, uh, my, my personal Instagram is, uh, at big Johnny, uh, John West hobby on Instagram. Uh, that's just j-o-n so b-i-g-j-o-n west hobby and then uh other than that i guess maybe shout out the spire over in vancouver uh they're a great gaming group if you are in the area and you're looking for some really really active sort of heresy community uh, or titanicus
1: as well check them out
0: and anybody else got any shout
1: outs they want to Oh, just buy tickets. Come play *Titanicus* with us if you want to get on the wait list. Email us for kippers and
0: uh... yeah, and any. Yeah. So yeah, if you have any questions or you have any inquiries, email us at botgt30k at gmail Think once again, uh, yeah. Excited to get back in the world.
1: Okay. Yeah. Fuck yeah! All right, boys. Well, right. until the next yeah. time, let's land this pig.
0: Motherfuckers. Peace. Peace nice. out. Dudes. Looking for dudes. Dudes dudes dudes, dudes. dudes, dudes, dudes. Dude. Loosen those lips up. Loosen them lips up. Fucking who knew Kirby had such dick sucking legs you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, I always knew. He is slut. <laughs> oh, I always knew. Like he he's like a fucking vacuum cleaner. Everyone knows. <laughs> everyone knows it's, it's not like he makes it a secret it's true it's true whole that thing, shit was though. so funny though he's just like fucking cramming a whole car in his mouth i was just like jesus christ <laughs> you can suck a mean dick <laughs> <laughs>